Hey, I'm DM Brad, and this is episode 8 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks a bunch for downloading and listening to this episode, and thanks another bunch for recommending us to a friend. That's two bunches! You're welcome. It's great to have you along for this episode. A couple of quick announcements. Firstly, we got some more 5 star ratings on iTunes, and another review. Princess M says, I love the story and characters in this podcast. I love everything Trestle Spoon does. He's my favourite. Thanks, Princess M. I'll let you in on a little secret. Trestlespoon, that excitable little scamp, is everybody's favourite. Secondly, we've had a bunch of new followers on Twitter in the last few weeks. That's three bunches so far in this intro. And I want to thank all the other D&D podcasts who have welcomed us with open arms, fun banter and retweets of our episode synopses. Synopses? Synopsises. Synop-ti? I don't know. It's really heartwarming to be part of such a supportive and awesome community. And of course, a monstrous shout out to our Patreon donors, Alex White Robinson and Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous. Your generous support is helping us make Ison the best it can be. If any more of your amazing listener friends want to find out how you can help the resistance, check out our reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Right, enough of that. Now here's what happened in episode 7. Deep underground, our heroes continued their march through the darkness. They came to a pit containing two desperate clawing zombies and a mysterious voice. After some dumb smart thinking from Banfor, the zombies were vanquished and the group discovered the voice belonged to an ancient talking gem whom the group named Jim. They escaped the pit and Jim warned the group that there might be a challenge up ahead. Um, okay, and we are um, recording. Welcome to. <laughs> so we are <laughs> recording. Pee. What? Uh, I'm actually gonna pee. Oh my god! Sorry. Oh, you gonna pee? Um, Nobody said they'd be recording. Oh, it's your thudding footsteps. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you should run back into the. Before. Last time on the fate of ice and. <laughs> The team went down a corridor, they met a talking gem. That's pretty much it. They did some dumb dumb stuff, and they actually had a, an idea or two. And now they're up against a challenge. Whatever will they do? Find out soon. Anyway. Cool. Uh, so, um, hey, welcome to episode 8 of The Fate of Ison. Uh, so last time um, we ex- continued exploring the underground tunnel beneath the warehouse in Dapton. The group came across a large pit, inside of which were two zombie undead people clawing to get out, but there was also a mysterious voice. Um, They killed the zombies with some quick thinking and fire, and discovered that the voice belonged to a talking gem attached to a sword, and the group subsequently named it Jim. Uh, Jim the Gem claimed to be very, very, very old and have lots of knowledge about the world. So the group decided to take him along um, on their journey and they continued through the tunnel and are, are about to face off against a big, terrifying skeleton of a minotaur. Mm. So that's where we are. And Banfor is currently charging down the tunnel. So is this an act of combat? Because um, you're far enough away, it would take you at least two turns to get there. Oh, wow. Um, 
I believe that I am charging and picking up speed. Is being he, off is the he going totem past the us? He, a Banffel would be going past you. Yep. Okay, so, so while he's going <clears throat> past me, realising what he's about to do, I like tap him on the side as he passes me so I can do the touch inspiration thing. <gasps> I have double inspiration. <laughs> oh, you just have bardic inspiration? Yeah. So you just need to sing him a song? Yeah, cool. but he needs to be within... Uh, can it be for, for touch range? Uh, no, I don't think it's touch range. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Alright. So as he runs past you, you can just give him a little bit of inspiration. I can be like, give here him... comes Banfor to the charge towards the um, Minotaur. What does inspiration Here comes Banfor doing a dumb thing again. But um, how, that, that, I hope that helps. Oh, fuck, she sings. <laughs> <laughs> and I jungle. <laughs> oh, and I'm here also. <laughs> put me back in the bed. <laughs> um... What does inspiration do again, please? Gives you an extra d6 to add to a d20 roll. Of any of your Awesome source. Um, given that I am the size I am, and the class I am, and the totem of the bull... Which you, would, you're not currently mm, raging. No, absolutely not. Um, would you assume that I would have some sort of advantage on the charge? No. Um, but when you rage, you do get to do dash as a... Um, bonus action, which means in your turn you can move double your speed. Would you find it acceptable given that I have a 30 foot walking distance and Totem of the Bull for me to have been raging, hence the dash, which is my charge to get into range? Okay, I would say you raged before your turn started and now we are in active combat. Thank you for that, record. So let's roll initiative. <laughs> 14 right. for Mali. Uh, and that's a 4 for Banfor. Right, so somehow you're going <laughs> to be over. in front of us but last. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, I mean, if I'm running, I guess you well, guys I mean, have got time to the, act the, before the, I actually get there. Yeah, the Minotaur might do a dumb thing too. Who knows? Mm. We hope. Uh, 19. 19 for me. Right. Nice. Right. right. Okay, so nice Trestle Spoon acts first. And then uh, Marley. Sweet. But we're still too far away, right? So we're in active combat, but we're not far enough you, to actually do much. You are you are within ranged weapon range of, okay, of cool. what you've got. Your short bow yes. and your hand crossbow is 60 foot, I think, as well. Yeah, uh, I take out my short bow and have a, a good shot. Uh, Uh-oh. Nine. Why does it say 14? Fourteen? Uh, that is a hit. No. Right. Oh, then. Hand crossbow's not, by the way. Hand crossbow's not. Yeah, but you think it's closer to it. So if I have eight. That makes sense. Okay, so you do eight piercing damage. Let me just check a few things about the minotaur skeleton. Cool. And Marley, what do you do? Um, I pull out my short bow, which is all I also have to 80 foot, because it's 80 foot range. Okay. And try and hit it with that. Nope, that's not going to do it. That's an eight. Eight total. Eight total. Uh, okay, yeah, so you, you fire <laughs> off an arrow and it just goes straight through a gap in the Minotaur's bones. Right. And um, juts into the stone behind it. Um, and I move forward. Okay, um, so that's, how far? Um, well, I'm, I'm 60 away. Yes. So I move like, what's my speed? 30 foot, so 30. Okay, so you close the distance. Um, and the Minotaur is going to um, heft up its huge great axe, and it's going to uh, 
take a few running steps towards the barbarian who is closing in on it. Phew. And it's going to take a big wild swing at him. Was the axe lying with the bones originally? Yeah, you couldn't see it, but it, it formed with when the bones formed up in, into the shape. Okay. What kind of it damage can, is it? It does with a great axe slashing. Uh, I have resistance. Yeah, you, have, you have resistance to all physical damage Consider and all damage types except psychic. Fantastic. Um, and it is a hit. Uh, so I have 19 AC. Yeah. No, you should have 18. Uh, plus one for the shield. That's including your, your oh, shield sorry. already. And ba 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 ba. This does a fuckload of damage. Uh. 13 damage, Jesus. which you then half for your resistance. Oh, fantastic. So you take 6. six. Oh, do we run oh, down? Round down. Yep. <laughs> so I'm at 19 HP. Yep. So he took a massive slice on you, and it was a big hit. But the totem of but the bull. because you're raging, and you've got your totem of the bull, you're just like... Mm-hmm. And I'm on the charge as well, like a bull. Yep, um, so it is now your turn, Banfor. Uh, okie dokie. So Banfor, true to nature, is running in with his um, hammer held at uh, sort of think of it as northeast if his head's north and is going to uh, put his full weight and speed into a downwards blow okay um, so the minotaur's axe slices across you while you're attacking and I sort of spin out of it so it catches me across the chest spinning me yep and out of that I somehow contort my live dancer's body um, <laughs> into an anime-like slash, okay. Um, which is a thirteen uh, plus five. Plus five yep. for my for your uh, tech is successful. Absolutely. Yep. So roll your damage. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. More like it. Uh, one d eight plus three bludgeoning. Um, is this one-handed or two-handed? Are you holding your shield as well? I'm holding my shield as well. Okay, so that's why I get the AC for it. Yes, yeah. One D eight. This sucker here is a cell. So that's five damage. Plus five to hit. Oh, plus five to hit. Yeah. So that's five damage. Okay, five bludgeoning. Absolutely, but I can roll a D six on it. Oh, it's on a D twenty, isn't it? Correct. Um, plus you get another plus two because you're raging for damage. Absolutely. So seven. Seven. Cool. Seven bludgeoning. Um, it seemed to take that hit very badly. A few of the bones just straight up shattered. Nice. Anything load bearing? Is it no. still assembled? It's still fully assembled, but it, uh, quite a few of the outer bones just kind of either shattered or just flew out and hit the edge of the tunnel. Okay. I am trying to do some mathematics. Cool. And we're back round to Trestle Spoon. Okay, uh, Trestle Spoon um, uh, takes in a short bow and gets out a uh, dagger. Uh, he's going to go for a running uh, jump and stab in an attempt to slice through uh, a couple of the bones. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'll get sneak attack on that as well if you succeed. Yeah. Band 4 is engaged. Yeah. Uh, 14. Uh, that's a hit. Hooray. Without any pluses either. Yep, so roll your damage. And then do another 2d6 on top of that. Four. Yep, and then roll a d6. So plus. your damage, 4 plus 
for your dagger damage. Dagger oh. damage. D4 plus, plus three. Three. seven yeah, and then roll, 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 roll two D6. Okay. Six. Six. Nice. Ten. Seventeen damage. Total damage. Yeah, shit. Slashing yeah, boy. with your dagger. You just go in and just do this like awesome ninja spin. <laughs> and just just a slice. <laughs> do a slice that actually opens like a gouge in sev in like a, a line of like several bones. Get this like big slice out of them, weakening them. Solo. Oh, a big T. It's a big T. They call me the bull. Uh, Marley, what are you doing? Um, where are they? Like in position to the. They are standing right in front of it, but it's big, and Trestle Spoon is not big. How tall is it? It is about seven to eight feet tall. About roughly slightly bigger than Banful. Um, so. If I charged down the center of the hallway, then you would have been to the side slightly. But not by much. Not by much. And also, the spell I was thinking about is a 15 foot cube. Ah. You so. could run and shoot? Yeah, I'd need to run past you in order to do it. You could just run out wide. Yeah, 15 foot, but. But you guys would be too close for that. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of widths to work with in the tunnel. The tunnel's about 15 feet. The it? tunnel is 15 feet wide, yeah. Okay. Do some quick trigonometry. Hi, <laughs> <I> tag. I'll just have to fire off again, but I'm closer. Yeah, so I mean, like, run yeah, and so you're, you're, you're 30 feet away. Yeah, so no. that's fine. I'll just still, um, I've got my short bow out. It's not like I'm gonna drop it and then yeah. pull another thing. <clears> so I'm just gonna fire with the short bow and try and get him this time. Cool. Do you aim for any part in particular? Uh, the bit above Trestle's head. So I'd say the rib cage. Yep. <laughs> there we go. The lower thigh. <laughs> like yeah, I'm going for, I'm going for straight over <laughs> Trestle's head. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna try and William tell over his head. Yeah, pretty much. Nineteen roll. Nice. Yeah, that's a hit. Plus four, obviously, but yeah. One d six plus two. One d six plus two is five. Okay. Yeah, your arrow flies true, and it soars just above Trestle Spoon's head Woo-hoo! enough that he would have felt the wind <laughs> of it. Uh, and it's um, although it sails right through the rib cage, it does um, scrape the edge of a few ribs as it goes. And you see, like just the sort of like bone dust spray up through the back of it. And now it is the Minotaur's turn, and he's got these he's got these two uh, idiots in his face. And he's just trying, going to lower his uh, axe and try and gore at Banfall with his horns. And he's going to harmlessly scrape off Banfall's shield. Hooray! Fantastic. With this whoosh, And then it's um, Banfall. Um, I'd like to rush him, get him in a bear hug and squeeze. Okay, so that would be a grapple. Um, yep. You'd have to do a contended strength check. Mm-hmm. You would um, do a strength, just a straight up strength roll, mm-hmm. and he would do a strength save to try and avoid being grabbed. That's party. Okay, you roll up. Roll up for the boys. Uh, seven plus three. Ah, oh. for seven strength. Strength, yes. Ten. Yeah, it avoids your grapple. You. Um, so how do you try to grapple him? Um, it's because it's got it's currently got its head 
low against your shield. He um, tried to gore you. So I attempt to get my right hand, which is holding the the absolute base of the hilt of the of the shaft of the warhammer around its neck to oh, sort of oh, try yeah. and pull its head off. Try and noogie it. Mm. Yeah, but like under the chin, like yep. going for a guillotine. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do. Okay, yeah, so it manages to just move enough to stop you from doing that. Okay. Uh, it asserts enough pressure against your arm that you can't close your arm around it. And uh, grapple, I assume, is an attack move. Correct. Alright. So cool. now you can, while you, because you're still raging, um, you can dash as a bonus action, um, you can move, doing either of those things will provoke an attack of opportunity. Um, so I've attempted the grapple and it slipped it, um, and I assume that I would end up just rolling off beside it. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, any, any attempt to move for you will uh, allow the Minotaur a free attack. Uh, I would decline to attack for it. Okay. And Tracer. Um, can I see if the Minotaur is, um, is it favouring any particular leg or, or what kind of shape is it in uh, currently? Okay, roll insight. This is as a free... Seven. Shit. Um, you can't tell anything about its current condition. Um, okay. Uh, the only notable thing about it is that it's leaning down low right now because it's just had this whole try to gore bang for and get headlocked okay. situation. And what position am I to the Minotaur? You, I would say you're standing right next to its quite lowered head. Okay. I should have grabbed the ball by the horns. I'm so yeah. sorry, guys. Mm. <laughs> that would have been so much better. Uh... Oh, am I also eligible for a, another sneak attack because it's engaged with Benfall? Correct. Okay, I'm going to go for a uh, jump and going to attempt to um, embed the dagger into the Minotaur's head. Okay, um, just for flavour, roll an acrobatics check first just to see how cool this looks. 15, oh, wow. 20. Nice. Okay, you do this really cool. Now roll your attack. Oh, Jesus. Whatever no happens, pressure. it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool. I've saved it. Okay. God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, five uh, plus five, ten. Okay, so you do this awesome jump. You even grab onto one of its um, rib bones oh. to like hurl yourself up just another Legal half foot yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. like come down with your dagger, but you're you're distracted by how awesome this must God, look yeah. to I'm everyone su- else. I'm surprised. Yeah. And <laughs> the side of your dagger sort of just like scrapes harmlessly down the side of its skull. Rap. Point alignment. That's a big deal. Um, and now Marley. I'm already notching another arrow to just fire off because I'm not really sure what else to do in the back. So, um, yep, I'm firing again. I have a 10 plus a 4. 14. Uh, yep, that's a hit. Cool. Roll your damage. 6 plus 2, 8. Thank you. Nice. Nice. So, uh, again, another straight shot. Um, just past the recently shamed um, trestle spoon. <laughs> and Banfor. <laughs> and this one goes into the Minotaur's um, eye, which Sweet. is Ooh. at a lower level, just above trestle spoon's head. And it rears back in this, uh, like, and makes this big, loud huffing sound. Um, and now it is the Minotaur's turn. And it's going to wildly swing its great axe in a low circle. And I'll get um, Banfor and Trestle to roll a deck save. 13 plus 215. 6. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just okay. not use this one anymore? Yeah, <laughs> just put that, put that in the naughty box. 
Okay, this great axe gets like swings around just above ground level, and Banfor manages to leap up in the air just just high enough that it sweeps under his feet. Like a skipping rope. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But Pressel uh, receives uh, thirteen slashing damage. Oh, that's an ankle out. Five left. And now Banfor. Um. Bamfor has tried to play silly buggers and it hasn't worked out great. So as a minor action he drops his shield and puts both hands on his axe. Yep. Uh, sorry, his uh, warhammer and uh, brings it down in a slaughterman stroke on the back of the head just behind this, just where the skull meets the spine. Nice. On this minotaur. Okay. And gets a 14 plus 5. That's a hit. 19. Um, and that's a 1d8. Um, you're using it two-handed, so it's a d10. Sorry, d10. Where are you, my dear? Uh, this is a sucker here. Um, gets a 5 plus 3. 8 plus 2 for rage. Uh, yep. So 10 damage. 10 damage. Okay. And your um, hit turns that part of the minotaur, the back of its head, completely to dust. This big puff of bone dust uh, explodes upward, and the whole thing crumbles into just a big pile of dusty bones. Hooray! Yay! And, and, and a big axe and two big horns. <laughs> I think I know who's picking up that axe and those <laughs> horns. Someone feeling horny? Oh, oh my dear! Oh, I have an erection. You're right. right. <laughs> uh, did she just make a fucking pun? Oh, uh, well, to be fair, I'm also a jester. Uh, so far, no, you're not. <laughs> Based on the tightness of my pants, she was observing a fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, you defeated that thing. You guys, I guess, go through that door and steal some shit. You hear as uh, Bamfor screws the Minotaur's horns over the little horns on his helmet <laughs> and just sticks them in place um, using liberal applications. Was able to see anything without his torch? Oh, yeah. uh, his when, torch when was dropped. Uh, well, actually, yeah, fifty feet back. This is all so Bamfor is falling about in the floor, <laughs> in a pile of dusty bones, making the noise. This, this has all happened in extremely low light, <coughs> right on the edge of a halo of light. Like you've just barely been able to see. Uh, like when you get up in the middle of the night uh, and you can just see through, um, like down your hallway because your eyes have adjusted to darkness, mm -hmm. but you really, like, you can't see fine details, you can't see just much vague, of anything. So Marley walks back to the torch where the torch was when you ran and dropped it and, like, grabs it basically for you. Okay. Like, walks up to you and was like, good stuff, bro, and just hands you the torch, and that's, like, all I say. Um, Bamfor jams it in a crack of the pavement and uh, takes the uh, battle axe and examines it to see what sort of attributes it might have. Okay, um, roll investigation. Uh, eight plus one, nine. Okay, <laughs> um, it looks and feels like any other great axe you've held before. Zero of them. Um, <laughs> okay, um, it is a uh, a 2d12 weapon. 
in the hands of this minotaur. Let me check what it actually is for a non-minotaur. <laughs> Uh, just give me a moment. No worries. That's pretty good. Um, while that's taking place, um, the sound of actually takes place as um, Bamford does not screw the horns to his helmet, but to the spikes on his shoulder pads. Um, on oh, his wow. Big, so you have big fuck-off horns on your shoulders. And, yeah. And <laughs> Those are going to be hard to hide with your coat. Um, that's fine. It'll just look like a moving tent. Are they both curving like in towards the head, uh, or are they, they curving out? They they curve like 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 a like an out and up, right? Like a way out. Okay, this great axe is one d twelve slashing. Okay, one d twelve. Marley's having a look at the door, and it's only two handed. You can't use this and a shield at the same time. Okay. Marley's just looking at the door, trying to see if she can see like any traps or okay. like perceive anything because having seen the giant minotaur. Yep. So, and also says to Jim, Jim, you know anything about this door? Uh, so, and, and what you can see before Jim says anything is it's a big iron door that takes up most of the back of this tunnel. Not quite the entire wall, um, but a lot of it. It's um, got a handle on the right-hand side. Um, it's it's entirely iron. The, the handle's iron, everything's iron. Um is it corroded or is it new? It doesn't look corroded, but it certainly doesn't look new. It looks scratched and scraped. Mm. Um, the the handle is engraved with the initials TG, which you guys recognise from the key. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. <coughs> um, on the face of the door, there are 12 keyholes arranged in a, a circle like a clock. Just so I know... Is it still only Marley looking at the door? Or is anyone else looking at the door? And is she going to explain it to them if they're not? Um, I think that Banffor's quite consumed with... Banffor's having playtime. I'm basically just kind of narrating. I'm like, guys, if you're interested in the door, I can see that this handle's got TG on it. It's kind of the same as the key. And it's probably where we're going to go, to be frank. The trestle spoon is... Oh, can I be called Frank? No. No. No, Shut up, Jim. Shut up. Uh, Trestlespoon has uh, jumped on Bamfor, uh to test the horn as you know a place to stand and inspect, like a prospector. You can hold land. handles, yeah. Like while you ride them, like you're like you're like driving a ditch digger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, cool. So Marley, you're the only one looking at the keyhole. You're narrating, as you say. Um, next to each of the twelve keyholes, there is a small engraving, like you would have numbers on a clock except um so from the from the 12 o'clock position and going around you've got an owl a butterfly a pussycat a mangy looking wolf a flame with an infinity symbol a lightning cloud so a cloud with lightning coming out of it right a theatrical mask blank so in in the six o'clock position there's nothing which theatrical mask um just like a well, say a smiling, smiley face theatrical, like you have the smiley face and yeah, the sad yeah, yeah. face yeah it's the smiley one Okay. Um, a flowering vine mm-hmm. a shield with a sun and hammer on it an axe sword like a half axe half sword weapon mm. a ring with six points and a silver crown or a crown so you see these 11 symbols and a blank one next to these 12 keyholes and below the circle of keyholes is a plaque that uh, has writing in it in common. And it says, The non-believer will burn, 
the just know the way entry is death what were the symbols again um an owl, owl a butterfly a wolf a flame a lightning cloud a mask a smiley one a blank a flowering vine a shield and hammer an axe a ring with six points and a silver crown to enter is death uh it says the non-believer will burn the just know the way entry is death entry is death Mm. sorry not the just um the guardian is just the guardian is just know the way the non-believer will burn entry is death entry is death Uh, roll religion all of you not using that white die Naughty Tw- die. Nat 20. Nat 20. Plus 3. Who Nat 20? Trestle Nat 20. Yep. Goddamn right. I have a minus Four. 1, so that's a so 16. So I'm, I'm looking at it, but I do not understand anything. I will pay attention in class. Okay, so Trestle Spoon and Band 4. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly the Indiana Jones. Okay, most Trestle Spoon. You, okay, for, um, you recognize that all of these are symbols for the 11 gods right um these are all of their holy symbols uh-huh. uh and the blank one you presume is um representing no faith right bad for you re- you recognize Ooh. these symbols or at least enough of them like you you go like, oh that one's this one and that one's this like to, to ascertain that these are all probably religious mm. symbols um marley you don't understand shit yep <laughs> um <laughs> And Trestle, with your beautiful Nat 20, you also recall um, that the silver crown symbol is the symbol of the god of justice. Right. Um, And (coughs) the axe sword is the god of death. Right. I believe that Marley is the key. Do you guys know yeah. any of the, what this would mean? And I tell them and, what the symbols and, are, and yeah. I ask them about. Things. And and of course, you guys have been you've spent some time in Airedale, which is a devout Brunic um, kingdom. What's well, Brunic? Uh, uh, Brune is the god of order, and right? And um, Brune's symbol is the shield with the sun and hammer on it. That's on there too. Well, the uh, the, the the silver crown is the. Uh, God of uh, justice, correct? Yes. 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 Sictamen, the god of justice. I say correct to myself. Correct. Uh, You are correct, my friend. Oh, thank you, Jim. And (laughs) uh, the the, the, the axe is the, 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 what was it? God of death. The god of death. So. Yep, Sorghumol. We put the, what's up? Yo! <laughs> yeah. yeah! The non-believer will burn, so what are you saying? These are all religious icon Yes, things? these are all the, the gods, if I remember my teachings. So we don't put it in the blank one, because they clearly are nothing? Yes, clear. that means, you know, no... So not that keyhole. Nobody upstairs. So there's 12 keyholes, yes. and we've eliminated one. Yeah. Good, good, good job, guys. Let's keep eliminating. Whoa. All right, have you guys seen Lord of the Rings? Yes, of course. I was in it. <laughs> A body double for Gandalf, would you believe? <laughs> <laughs> they said I couldn't do it, but I did. I was still... <laughs> why wasn't I a hobbit? I should have been a stunt double. For- Damn, why did I not go for Samwise? 
damn you, Peter Jackson. Miley turns around and goes, Who's Peter Vision? Jackson? What is Lord of the Rings? <laughs> You're you Twisted Vision! I used to be owned by a guy called Peter Jackson. <laughs> he was a prince. He Ar- jacked on his son. Arrogant son of a bitch. Arrogant. Put me in his crown. He ripped me out a few days later because... Well, you guys could probably figure out why he ripped me out of the thing that's on his head. So wait, the non-believer will burn, the guardian is just, entry is death. Correct. We want entry, right? Didn't you just say that the axe is the god of death? Yes. So entry is death? So So we want entry, so maybe we put it in the axe one? Yes. Uh, Bamfor is slowly backing away. I don't think it, it doesn't mean literal death. It's like a, a riddle. It's like in uh, Lord of the Rings, where speak, <laughs> speak friend and enter. You know, the the door's not a friend. You that just was what I was betting at, actually. That's right. Uh, so I think we can just put the key in that hole and we'll get through and there will be no death. For death is not the end. Well, <laughs> I mean, the non-believer will A burn. A <laughs> Sounds bad, so I don't want to do that one. And the rest of these, well, yeah. I mean, the shield and sun and the hammer is Brun, right? Like, we, we were there. But it's a necromancer, so he's not exactly. a fan of Brun. He's a fan of death. So it's the axe one, right? But then yes. why would he make the riddle have an answer that is positive? Jim? You're, Jim? Yeah. I mean, you're no. attached what, what to you, me. I'm going to put Jim? this in the hole. I I don't know. I didn't make this door, but I can tell you that the necromancer did not make the door either. It was already here. He just put the zombies and skeletons and shit here. Huh. This isn't his door. It's not. What was he doing down here? Was Did he get through the door? No, I don't. I don't think he did. I don't know what's in there. What was he doing down here? He was just doing spells and putting bones and shit here. Nasty. It was gross for no reason. Yeah. Molly just... takes just one. No, more... he, the lady hired him to do it. M- oh, lady... I see. Uh... Yeah, that's gonna say that Molly just takes one more look around, makes sure that there's nothing else that treasure could be possibly hiding behind, just before she puts the key in. Okay. Uh, investigate. Dun 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 dun. Roll the dice. It's now. the eight nine. Ah, uh, yeah. You you look around clumsily in the corners. <laughs> um, you you kick a few of the bones around just to see if there's anything like under the pile of bones. You don't see anything. Okay, so I wander back to the door and I go, "Well, guys, this looks like our best option. If you're all in agreement with me, and I just kind of stick the key in the hole." Whoa! You um, can't just do. Trestlespoon had the key in his possession. Oh right. Sorry. Well, you can't. I've got it. I've got the key. Ah! I apologize. I apologize. Tris, come over here. Ah, okay. Uh, I come over <coughs> and I give the key to Marley for I cannot reach the keyhole. Okay. Probably a good point, actually. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yep. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. How's the weather up there? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling her, roll an office humor check? No. Um, Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it unless you guys... It's a four. It. A four. That's but a four. No in office laughs. humor, that is a 16. No one laughs. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just <laughs> do it unless anybody's stopping me. No. Go for it. Go. I'm putting the key in the hole and I'm turning. In which you hole? You are the captain of my fate. Into, into the god of death X 
sword hole. The death you hole. stick it into the god of death's axe hole? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I didn't want to say anything it's about an axe it's, it's an axe sword. It's an axe sword. Axe at one end, sword at the other. And it's, cool. just, it's just a symbol. It's not a real weapon that you know of. Yeah. Cool, so you put that... <laughs> well, I think I want one now. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Dun, dun. <laughs> Let's or stick a sword to the set. Um, you Darth put Michael. the key into the hole and you turn and it's really um, uh, stiff from age. Mm-hmm. And the opposite of old men, am Sorry, I right? Sorry, so um, uh, But it does, after some effort... Uh, click and it's this um, very loud clicking sound that echoes through the tunnel and then you hear like a mechanism um, turning and then the door just kind of goes and shuts open ever so slightly enough that you can like Am I pulling it? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So it's a pull door, not a push door? Or yeah, well, do I do that a, awkward thing where I'm like, oh, is this a pull or a yeah. push? There's oh, a, I'm not a sure. Big, there's a big iron handle on the right side. Cool, so I I guess I pull it. I mean, I'm not that well, much of an sometimes, idiot. But, sometimes, you know, sometimes there's a handle, handle it's and a push, it's a push door. It's a push. So I'm going to test, you know, I'm going to give we it a bit of a... We have all heard of Larry David. Okay, roll a strength, roll an athletics check. That's a 16 plus 0, so 16. Okay, yeah, you summon enough strength to uh, pull on this big heavy door, and it does move. It uh, inches open, 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 and you swing it wide, and you have opened the underground storage room. What can I see? Good question. Um, inside, um, you see four large crates. I was so waiting for you to be like, and there's a giant thing inside! Nine minotaurs stand up! (laughs) There's a necromancer in a black cloak. And Korgor is there and he's pissed. (laughs) The pinch-faced lady is standing here. Fucking pinch-faced. Um, you see four large crates, Mm -hmm. um, two small wheeled carts. By the way, her name is Chora. (coughs) Chora. Her name is Chora Mason. That is correct. Good memora. Um, two small wheeled cars. <laughs> teacher's pet. Um, her name's Chora, so. And she listening You guys can't even see right now, but I'm flipping my ponytail. <laughs> I appreciate what you're right. <laughs> um. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's what you see. Four large crates and two small wheeled carts. Yes! Um, and there is also a table with um, a small wooden box on it. Suck it, Minotaur! And I walk into the room. Whoop, whoop! And Jim goes... And I pull out the list. Ah, this just looks like crap. No offense, just human crap. I pull out the list and I put it on the table next to the box. Okay. And I'm like, this is what we need! Okay, so the list says um, 20 potions of healing, five chain shirts, five long swords, five heavy crossbows, uh, 100 bolts, and five war hammers. I start opening boxes, not starting with the one on the table, starting with like anything bigger looking. Yeah, well there's four large crates. Yeah, so I'm I'm opening the big one. Okay, so in one of the crates you find five long swords, which is on your list, five chain shirts, uh, three bolts of bright fabric, and a glowing, small glowing white stone about the size of your palm. 
and when you pull it out, Jim goes, oh, what's her name? Yeah. And he goes, I'm just, I'm just kidding, it's just a fucking stone. Uh, Bamfor inhales deeply at the stone after snatching it from Marley's hand. Nothing happens. And he says, are you trying to get high off a glowstone? Are you a fucking caveman? Do you want me to swallow you? That would be new. <laughs> Do you want to have your existence determined by the intricacies of my bowel? Oh, I would still exist. I would tear the back end of you up. (sighs) You don't know what's been in and out of me, son. Guys, are we seriously talking about pooping out a stone right now? I'm just going to move on and open the next box. You could combine into some mega... I'm like starting to pile things into... (laughs) I'm starting to pile into... Pile of what we had to give. (laughs) Okay. And then a separate pile for the things that aren't on the list. Great. Okay, Do you so, know what I mean? So I'm separating them out. Cool. Um, uh, What's the fantasy version of OCD? Just OCD, bro. Oh, yeah, OCD. I've got, <laughs> right. I got OCD because I want to know what we can keep. Yeah. Right? So I'm just separating out. Right, we oh, have no, to give them that. So we everything keep that's this not on the list is in one area. It's What is here that is not on the list? Um, okay, so I will just skip a lot of looking in boxes. Yeah. You, you find everything on the list. Uh, between the four crates, you find everything that's on the list. Um... You also find, in addition to that, one great sword, um, one hand crossbow with 20 bolts. How, how big is the crossbow? Human? human a, crossbow? a hand, hand, crossbow, hand is crossbow is a small... It's like a, it's oh, like a, a little... Pistol I've already got one. Right. Okay, okay. It does lower damage and has a Take lower range. Take the great sword. Take the great sword. You're not proficient with the great sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, you find four potions of healing above and beyond the 20 that you needed on the list. Cool. Um, and it's entirely up to you guys what you do with these. You find that the three bolts of bright fabric I mentioned. Um, you find the, the glowing white stone that I mentioned, which Jim called a glowstone. So it sounds like this is a known artifact he knows about. Mm-hmm. It knows about. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that's left is the small wooden box on the table. I believe we should probably inspect it. Somebody who's maybe some kind of thief. Yes. Uh, Trestlespoon uh, leaps onto the table and <laughs> attempts to open the box. <laughs> or opens the Roll box. Roll acrobatics to leap up onto a table. <laughs> yes. Please catch it with your forehead. 16 plus 5. Nice. 21. You fucking circus leap. No, you nightcrawler leap oh, up yeah. and you take this like um, Batman standing on a. a stone statue at the top of a building starts mm-hmm. crouching uh, I was looking for gargoyle there you go but um, the gargoyle wouldn't be there he uh, would be the gargoyle he would and be, a gargoyle yeah. sits on a plinth okay so I, I mumble to myself <laughs> I am Batman <laughs> where's the girl where's the spoon okay so you squat you squat where's the pebble where's the dressel I'm the postman <laughs> All right, Kevin Costner. Um, you, All right, Kevin Costner. <laughs> you squat on the table next to the small wooden box. Not in here, mate. Oh, I'm doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Molly is just watching this. Jim's like, just I've like... seen this movie. <laughs> See, Jim? See what I have to put up with? You do know a lot. He goes, these guys are dumb, but they're pretty fun. <laughs> Young... Dumb and funny. <laughs> Woo! That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> yeah. I'm not full of gum anymore. I just fought a minotaur. <laughs> Couple of raisins. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's happening with the box? Let's go back to the box. 
what's okay. <laughs> what's in the box? So you, okay, you open it. <laughs> it's not locked or anything. It's just it's just oh, a small God, box. Oh God! Seriously. <laughs> Sorry. You open it up, <laughs> and there inside there are forty coloured jewels of various colours. Oh wow! And in your expert thief opinion, you value them at probably about twenty-five gold each. We haven't seen this. But these aren't currency until you sell them to someone. Well, I'm I'm right. near the table because I've been. I'm near the table. Them. Yeah, and I'm like, what? What? What is it? They look pretty. I they I would guess about twenty-five gold each. That's a, <laughs> that would be a hearty sum for the 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 lot of us. Nice, <laughs> nice. How are we getting this all back? Banfor? <laughs> oh, and then hitch me up and Banfor starts uh, winding a rope around his shoulders and waist. Oh, remember there are two small wheeled carts. And tying them to the two small wheeled carts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the effort. Cool. So I start piling all the stuff we're supposed to give to them into the small wheeled carts mm. and I actually kind of pile the other things into that bag that you have on your yep. back, which I'm just kind just of piling in there, attachment. just like hiding them Every, on you. Everything? Do you empty the whole place out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Should I do a strength check to uh, drag it all? Wait, we don't even know where we're No, there's a wheel car. I should be able to help with one of them. There's a, is there a way out? Does the air smell uh, cleaner? Smell you fresher? Plus, I mean, he, all he's carrying in his backpack is the fabric that down, stone the sword, the crossbow, left, yeah. left, the potions yeah. of healing, right? Kind of left and a T. Yeah, the great sword off, would weigh quite a lot. True. Sure. So Do we actually need to take the great sword with us? Does somebody want that? I mean, I might. You um, like it's just, it's, a great it sword is quite is, heavy. A uh, great sword is two d six slashing, and that can only be two handed, just like your um, great axe. Two d six slashing versus one d twelve. Yeah, I know. So it doesn't really make any sense, and you can't wield it, and it wouldn't make sense for me to carry it either. So we might as well just leave the great sword there. Mm. Alright, and then I set it 45 degrees against the wall and I kick it so that hopefully it bends and is unusable somewhere. Because <laughs> okay. if right. I can't have it, they can all go and fuck themselves. That's yeah, right. Okay. That way we don't have that. I kind of. I gesture, I wiggle I wiggle the hand crossbow at Trestle's bone because I'm like, these are cool. Ooh, can you Knowing that he's got like a million weapons on him <laughs> already. Right. You can dual wield, but only certain people with certain feats and skills can. I haven't taken dual wielding as a thing. Otherwise I couldn't, I couldn't go like That'd be That would be pretty cool. That would be very cool. Uh, can I have the hand the gun, little, little, little bow? Of course you can. And Wait. I toss it to you. I catch it. You are a so that, weapon monkey. You have so many weapons. Don't you that call is, him a weapon monkey. That is now yours. That's in, pejorative. In your no. You write that down and take care of that, mister. Um, I've got notes for what we've got in Banfall's bag. And Jim just pipes up. Is this everything you wanted? Because I really want to see the sun again. Like... I thought really you couldn't wanna... see, you liar. I want to feel the sun. I can feel when I'm you... outside. Oh. I can feel yeah. when I'm outside. I can hear birds. I can There's hear... a lot unsaid in this relationship. I can hear people walking and talking and children singing I, and playing games. I hitch up. I hitch up because, I mean, obviously I'm attached to Jim. We're also so still, he's still talking, talking to Marley's butt. Yeah, I give suspicious yeah. glinty eyes. At <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I just I want like to experience something that isn't... Hitch up uh, the wagon uh, thingy <laughs> and I start like, is it behind me or in front of me? Like, how's this thing working? Um, I think that Banfor's got both wagons tied to him. Oh, really? He's just muling his way up the hill. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so you guys do that. Um, you drag 
um, your two carts up the tunnel. Up and up and up and up and up and up. The only, um, and so the pit. How do we get up the. The pit has been closed over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only way, the only thing hindering your advance is the dead bodies mm -hmm. in the first corridor, which you can easily just shift out the way. Um, and then you get to the uh, slightly steeper ramp, which led from the warehouse. Mm -hmm. And as you go up into the warehouse, you. Yeah, because the warehouse trapdoor still open. Did we leave it open or closed? Uh, it didn't close behind us. Yeah, it was no, open. no, you guys just left it open. Yeah. Um, so you get um, up back into the warehouse, and in the warehouse, uh, you immediately notice there is a very small boy standing there, next to a hog hitched to a cart, and he looks at first like taken aback that you're there, like oh, uh, and then you go, um, hi, uh, I, I'm I'm Chet, um. Mr. Corman told me to wait here for you. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. Damn, to be completely honest with you, I thought that whole keyhole riddle thing was going to stump them for ages. But thanks to that natural 20 on Trestlespoon's religion check, he got all the info he needed to ace the test. I totally had traps prepared for all the inevitable wrong answers too. Many disappoint. Much sad face. But hey, thanks again for listening. Here we go. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Fate of Ison, Email, Fate of Ison at gmail.com. Five-star review on iTunes, yada yada, etc. And so forth. Done. Boom. DM Brad out.